You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You, sir, do not know what you're talking about. Mm. You remember that lie? I do remember that one. That was a fun one. What, does anyone what? care, though? Does, is no, that, not is a person. It? It's bizarre. <laughs> no one gives a shit. How about this, uh, how about this weather? Yeah, don't talk to me about weather. The weather's a little crazy, huh? Should I, should fucking st- I was, from Wyoming to Syracuse, it rained the entire fucking way. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> hey, everybody, if you live between those two places, your life fucking sucks. Misery. And I wish you pain because you don't have the self-belief to get out of that bad situation. This is now the Bootstraps podcast. If you are in a, uh, a coal mining town and uh, you, blah, 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 you're what dad's addicted to pills or what you're pregnant. I don't give a shit. Get the fuck out of there. Get out. It's a miserable place. You got to pick a direction and start walking. Preferably exactly. South. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sick yeah. of hearing shit like, "Oh, what if you don't? What if they don't have a car? What? What? My indigent, toothless, uh, <laughs> illiterate uh, ancestors literally just got on a boat. Half of them probably died. It's it's like, what are we talking about? Oh, you don't have a car? Who gives a shit? Yeah. But I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about the weather. Oh, you're talking about the <laughs> you're talking about the false flag. I'm talking about the the corporate the, false uh, flag. Yeah, what's going on with that? Can we? That's a that's this is. I think this is the most interesting thing happening right now. All right, let me let me recenter myself after getting mad about uh, the, the interior of the United States. You know what? You there would have been no ref- refuge for you anyway because it rained in fucking Los Angeles. Yeah, it's just been a miserable. I, I hope the United States blows up. I, do I go to jail for saying that I hope the United States blows up and everybody in it dies? No, well, no, I don't think so. Okay, it's not like an assassination attempt. I have no means to do this. So <clears throat> let's talk about the the uh, corporate uh, false flag, uh, which is uh, multiple uh, uh, in the last two mo- month in the last month. Uh, Multiple airlines have uh, canceled very high volumes of flights and blamed weather. Now, that does happen, uh, except the weather data doesn't seem to support it in either instance. Certainly not in the Southwest case. Uh, now, today it was American Airlines, a thousand flights. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Do you, are, I don't think that this is a, a secret. But it's a thing that it's not a secret. But it's a thing that I wasn't aware of. Did you know what the supply chain problem is right now? Are you aware of if like you've heard the term and you've seen the ships at the docks? Do you know what the actual issue is? Um, <clears throat> no, I actually don't think I do. I'm, I'm, I'm just just park the boat and unload the shit. What, what's the deal? What's the hold up? Okay, so it's funny you should say that. Everybody, including myself, until a few days ago thought that it was, oh, there must be some trade 
thing, right? Some just arcane bullshit that we can't understand and we don't. I thought care it was like understand. the worker shortage. Everyone's talking about a worker shortage. That's what it is. It's got nothing to do with embargoes. It's got nothing to do with trade regulations. It's got everything to do with the fact that there's not enough human beings who want to work on a dock. There yeah. are, th- there's about eight million jobs open in the United States, and there's seven point seven million unemployed. Now, obviously, just being a reasonable person, not every job can be slotted perfectly by somebody who is unemployed. That's true. But suffice to say, there's enough jobs. People don't want these jobs. Yeah, they suck ass. They Well, here's the thing, right? Even on the Bootstraps podcast where I'm telling a, 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 a hydrocodone-addicted teen to uh, walk to the West Coast – uh, even on that podcast, there's no denying these jobs suck ass. So, you know, uh, the question is, when do the bennies run out? And what's that freak out like? <laughs> you know, like, do we have to wait for people's <laughs> unemployment to die before they're like, yeah, I guess I'll go back to working on a dock. I thought the Bennies. I thought the Bennies did run out. I guess not for everybody. I was speaking to somebody the other day that's still coasting and intends to coast for the foreseeable future. Why so, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know. I, I thought about this a lot, and I think that uh, if I had a if I had like a fifteen dollar an hour job at this exact moment, there would be very little getting me to go back to work. That's what I'm saying. But if I had a job with any measure of upward mobility, I think I would be taking this moment to take a real run at it. And I think it's interesting that people are just like, there's no future in any of these jobs. Suck a dick. (laughs) I think that that's, don't get me wrong. I think it's funny, but it's... It's uh, I don't know what to do about it because it it impacts people like me. Uh, sure. My comics are delayed a week. Uh, is that the end of the world? Not particularly, but I'll tell you for periodical uh, for periodicals such as comics, things like a supply. So here's what's interesting. Everybody's thinking about like, ooh, I can't get my my lap desk from uh, Amazon.com, right? The Whole Foods was out of cucumbers. I was very sad. Right. So people see it as these things <clears throat> that are kind of, uh, you know, they're inconveniences and certainly they matter, but people don't think of them as mattering when they matter is for time sensitive shit that like is going to be rotting on a, on a dock. And the person who took the risk of investing in that is going to take the beating. Uh, it matters for people like me where, I have a time-sensitive periodical that comes out, and uh, should it slip three weeks, that's going to impact its sales a great deal. So, you know, all this stuff matters. But at the same time, as we've discussed, impossible to just tell people, go back to your shit job, loser. (laughs) But I think that that's where Americans are going to arrive pretty quickly when when Christmas comes and we don't have access to a lot of shit that we take for granted, it's going to be a lot of get back to your shit job. You dumb redneck. I want my pickles. I think it's also like, uh, 
you know, once once if it impacts the release of a Marvel movie, I think people will get really freak out. Yeah, that's the that's exactly right. Like we we're basically we need this to uh, come to a head, and then you know the 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 my fear is always yeah, but then what? Is there some type of executive order where you make the national guard go unload pickles? Uh, I'd be fine with that. What do the national guard do? <laughs> it's it's peacetime, right? We're not in any wars anymore. Go go go! Fucking unload the pickles. What's going on here? I think the national guard, last I heard, is uh, doing the work of uh, unvax of uh, people in New York City that refuse to get vaccinated. The, but the, they, the extremely lit, as we call them. But they, but they themselves don't have to be vaccinated. Great, <laughs> not yet. We're so, killing it. Yeah, the, killing it. So good system, everybody. Great system. No, no, no kinks in the machine. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. I, I don't. I, you know what the thing is? The I think the best part of all of this stuff is no one gives a shit. <laughs> no, everyone is too tired to care about anything. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, actually. I, I well, here's what I've found is that. Uh, and Eric, this is why. Remember when my like three weeks on this podcast, where I was like uh, going off on investment as a future, like and talking about how finance is the only freedom. Crypto I, goth. I I stand by all of that. You everybody, you got to get out of the culture war shit and just get into hard numbers. I don't care if it makes you a fucking nerd that nobody wants to be around when you're at the fucking party and you're checking your fucking Robin Hood account. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to not be in, totally ensnared by it, it. Look, there's nothing that speaks to the fact that we're in a fake world than the fact that sh- the Chappelle thing went on longer than Afghanistan. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it really did, didn't it? Like that's it. We we gave up on Afghanistan. We gave up on uh, <clears throat> uh, on the Amazon. Uh, we I don't know if you enjoyed. We, I was on tour at the time. Did you enjoy the uh, seventy seven uh, uh, Native women missing in Montana? Completely missed that one. Have no idea what you're talking about. Remember Gabby Patino? Uh, yeah. So vaguely. So uh, white girl that went mi- white girl that went missing. People couldn't not take advantage of the opportunity to to use the term missing white woman syndrome, which is uh, not uh, it's a phenomenon for sure, but it's not a real thing. People just like to use words like this to get excited about something and have some solidarity with other bidders. Also, also not a thing that you should like envy. Like it's it's the the fact that human beings get turned into like a media circus is. Not good. Yeah, I don't oh, think no, you good. want that for your people either. It's it's also like, hey, uh, let's be real. Let's not be stupid fucking children. If you were, if you were a YouTuber, and you had this interesting story, and you were obviously murdered by your boyfriend, but they hadn't been able to prove that yet. That's a far better story than went to party, was murdered on the way home, found in dumpster, boyfriend arrested within two weeks. It's just more compelling. And people don't want to admit, hey, not everything is race. Sometimes it's just, hey, this story's lit and like fucking moms are invested. That's it. Also, she had like millions of subscribers and such on YouTube and TikTok. So it's like an obvious like. 
hey, maybe people will watch the television if we talk yeah, about her. Exactly. It's a hook, everybody. You know what a hook is? It's, it's, it's not all race. So at any rate, during that moment, there was a constant meme about the 77 women in Montana, the indigenous women in, in uh, I want to say Montana. It was wherever Gabby Petito went missing. Uh, there, there were 77 indigenous women that were not getting the same attention. Now, as it turned out, that number, as you could have guessed, was completely fake because that included people who went missing for a week and came home. <laughs> so, so it's not a representative number of any, of any type. Uh, also, uh, plenty of white women had gone missing in the same state. At the same, it's just a fake number. But here's the part that makes it doubly fake in my view. I saw that meme for four days every time I opened my Instagram. And I haven't seen it since. And I haven't seen any of these cases cracked. <laughs> so my question would be, is the extent of your care for the missing indigenous women of Montana is three days. Well, that's being honest because my care is less than a day as I seemingly, this is the most I've talked about it. However, what kind of moral high ground do you have? It, it, it's, it's crazy that anybody thinks that this is doing anything of any stripe. At least when you see these really specific, like almost too personal, weird kind of uh, violating to me uh, calls for mutual aid where it's like, you know, a uh, trans 15 year old uh, indigenous blind person uh, uh, need needs housing immediately, went to Texas to be with lover, found out they were catfished and now they're trapped in a cage and being beaten by rednecks. Let's do something, please. Let's get them a hotel for the night. Like, you know, getting a Radisson for blind trans person is, is at least that's tangible. <laughs> you yeah. know I mean? Like at least, at least that did something. I can't knock it. Honestly. It's like, oh, okay, we did a favor for a real person. Cool. <laughs> but Hey, what about the missing 77 people number made up? Yo, what do you think you did? What do you, uh, you know, that, that expression, oh, you really think you did something? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's what it feels like. Oh, you really think you did something with this? You did nothing. Yeah, but that's, that's, I mean, we talk about this shit all the time. That's all that these people, that's all they're looking for. They're just looking for, it's the, it's the, you know, the, the noble, virtuous, uh, fucking Baizu. Like, it's, it's just making, it's just about making yourself feel better. Like, and whatever, man, whatever fucking, whatever you need to do, like, that's cool. But like, you know what I noticed? Like, I don't really, like at least the yelling has stopped, you know, at least the like guilt tripping has stopped. Yeah, like, I haven't I mean, been made. I haven't like, no one's like, you know, year ago, year plus ago, people making you feel like a shithead. If you didn't repost a fucking infograph. Now it's like, no one's doing that anymore. That, so, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but um, it's just, it just waits for things to kick up. I mean, I, if, if I, I think the Afghanistan thing is proof Afghanistan and Israel proof positive that people are truly just media zombies. Like they just react to what larger media puts in front of them. Right. Yes. Like that's all anything is like no one has thought about Afghanistan or Israel in months. And it was the, it was the fucking like crusade of the moment. Just a short like 90 days ago. 
and God. no one's no one like it's just it's so whatever's Israel, out there Israel's so over I forgot right but it's just like whatever's you know Gabby Petito all of a sudden that became the thing it's because that was what's put you can only people can only react to what's put in front of them they have no peripheral vision and it, and they you know and it's because other people care about it they want to be part of the moment because their lives are small and pathetic that's that's what it is uh, Go like work on the dock. <clears throat> Unload the toothpaste. Come on. Yeah, listen, everybody. We I need my bread and butter pickles now. <laughs> now. <laughs> Come on. It's honest. It's honest work. You know. It's union work. You know, you get the, it's, it's, come on, you get up in the morning, you go to the dock, you unload the boat, you hit the bar, you hit the strip club with your homies, uh, you vote for Trump. You know what I mean? This is the lifestyle. Am I the only person that likes working? I thought about this. I dude, if I didn't have a job, I can't even imagine the fucking mess of a person I would be. It's okay. Let's talk about this as a, as a larger concept. All day, every day, I see people talk about the emptiness of their of work as an as an idea, and it's like, well, yeah, no doubt, <laughs> but like, your lives are empty, so why not get paid for it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Like, it, it, it's also it makes me feel crazy because like, greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You know, I've had lit jobs and not lit jobs. And when my jobs were not lit, I just went looking for other more lit jobs. <laughs> like I, I, at no point did I say, this is the terminus point for me. It's the end. I, I'm... I'm I live here now. This is my this is my world. Never occurred to me. You just go get a different job. What are we talking about? But this see this is now when we turn into the poll pot podcast where I just these people are useless eaters. They just want to lay in bed all day and smoke cushy dreams and watch fucking true crime documentaries. That's the, that's they don't have any larger ambition. They see work as merely as a thing that you're obligated to do and you know, they don't have any they don't they don't care about themselves they don't care about what they could be they want to just they they, they yeah, these are not these are npcs yeah that's a fact and where do npcs go the dock you you, <laughs> you go to the dock <laughs> you go to the dock you you create a nice life for yourself you get a you you can you you make enough money well actually i actually don't know how much they make i know it's I know it's union work, right? I, I think you can make a decent living off doing that. Anyway, if you get paid enough, maybe at some point you put a down payment, you got a mortgage, you're a slave to the bank for the rest of you, you know, for, for the next uh, 30 or maybe, years. Or maybe you pay you that off, together. you leave it to your shitty kids, you get cancer and you die. This is, this is what life is. Who lied to you? Who lied to you and told you it was more than that? 
Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you and two other dock worker buddies uh, commiserate about how unhappy you are and how you can't get ahead. So you pool your money and you buy like a, a sizable amount of cocaine that you intend to sell. And then you and your buddies turn on each other. Uh, you cut the one guy out. Uh, he comes to your house with a gun. You have to beat his ass. Uh, you sell the cocaine. Uh, you, you and your other buddy have a falling out. Now it's just you against the world. But y- you, you made $35,000. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 you put it in crypto now. I just yes. don't understand. Like, yeah, I'm with you. What was promised? <laughs> Do you and I just have low expectations that that pretty much like one foot in front of the other, and then eventually they the feet stop working, and then you die, and and that's just what it is. And uh, who was promised uh, the, the, this uh, the, this uh, Xanadu <laughs> where where we don't worry about shit forever? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You, you you get a couple sucks in life. You get it. You know. You go to Disneyland. Maybe you go to fucking Turks and Caicos. You know. You have. There's some good times to be had for sure. You know. You have some fulfilling moments. But most of it is working on the dock, unloading the cucumbers for Eric to fucking pick up at the at the Whole Foods. That's and, that's what a lot of it is. Yeah, and there's no the- shame in that. And yeah, what- if you want, if you if you're addicted to high risk, then. You know, you can pursue other avenues, but, you know, you might be broke for a while. Life might suck. It might be hard. You won't get a dick suck because you won't have enough money, you know, like you're not. So you have to either take a chance in life and, you know, invest in yourself and and hope for hope for a, a big outcome. Or you take the safe option. You get the union job. You know, there's no shame in either of these things. It's just you just you have to do one or the other. You know, you can't. I mean, I guess you can lie in bed. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> lie in bed with the cushy dreams all day. You know what I mean? So I guess you could do that. But then here's you, a you question. Know, what, do you do? What, what life is that? You just post on Instagram about how you're depressed all the time. You post Sopranos memes. Oh, <laughs> so, so here's a question. Uh, we'd say I'm what? Probably either a dead square average intelligence or a hair above average intelligence. Would we say that's probably about right? I think you're giving yourself a lot of credit here. Well, it's just a hair. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. So <clears throat> who are these people who I know are dumber than me, who are uh, claimed to be understimulated by jobs? What kind of job do you think you're entitled to when you're nothing special? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, like, oh, I don't find this clearly unfulfilling work fulfilling. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> you know I mean? Like just fucking unload the pickles. <laughs> who are you talking to? Who are you lodging this complaint to? Is this your like Elliot Rogers manifesto? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just fucking unload the pickles. Life is unfulfilling. Daydream. You know what I mean? Think about the dick suck. Whatever yeah, think it about takes. The dick suck. Think about how you're going to the movies over the weekends. Think about, you know. Yeah, the, Dune, think, everybody. You, yeah. You're going to, ooh, Dune might be cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Dune, Just Dune. do that, and then the pickles will move, I promise you. Yeah, you say, Saturday I'm going to hit Dune with my buddy. Sunday I'm going to head to the to the, to the the Thai spa and get a fucking handy. Like, you, you make little plans for yourself. You got your, your time reserved for pleasure, and you got your time reserved for work. 
You know, I think it's like, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't necessarily quantify like why people feel so disappointed or unfulfilled. I think, you know, usually what I hear is like, you know, as kids, you're promised so much or you see rock stars or movie stars and whatever. And you think that can be you someday. And maybe your parents, you know, set, you know, say, you know, you could be president someday, son. And maybe that, maybe that imprints on, maybe you, you think that these things you saw as a kid and those fun times you had would last forever and that you could, you know, achieve great things. And, you know, a tiny, 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 tiny amount of you maybe will, but most of you probably not. My parents yeah. never had any fucking, they, they, I, it was funny. I was with my, my dad recently and we were talking about things and I was like, yeah, you know, jobs going, work's going all right. Some upward movement, you know, making a little more money. It's pretty good. And I was just like, but you know, 31, I'm living in an apartment with another dude. I, I've, I was just like, I should have fucking just gone into finance or something. And my dad just goes, yeah, you didn't have the aptitude for that. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, you're right. <laughs> it's good that he can be honest with you. I know. It's like that hurt a little bit, but he's he's not wrong. Yeah. So the people that promise, or the people that like sort of uh, enshrine the, these uh, unachievable goals to their idiot children, it's like I get it. You know, like if I had a kid, like 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 it looks like I'll I'll have a stepchild, and and uh, it, 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 I'm going to tell him he can be the the mayor or the, the I'll tell him he can be the president of Australia. Uh, but, uh, I'm able to say that cause I'm not his real dad. And, uh, if that all comes crashing down, it probably won't be on my shoulders. <laughs> so like, no. you know, I think that if I had, if I had to raise a child in a vacuum, like just me and that child, <clears throat> I think that I would try to find a rapport with the kid where I could be honest enough to say, you know, life is, is, is just a bunch of ups and downs until you find us a, a spot on your nose that they determine is a cancer. Yep. Uh, and, and that's just, that's all there is to it. So, you know, like you could either find fulfillment in achievement or you could find it in, in uh, being a townie that sells ecstasy, but you just got to decide and run with it. And in the meantime, get the pickles onto the fucking dock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that that's what I would say. The dog job, I got to say, it honestly, I, it doesn't sound that bad. I could, I, if, if everything if in my life came crashing down and I had that, if someone was like, come down, come down to the, the port, you know, uh, 6 a.m., you know, show up on time. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my foreman and uh, we'll see what we can do. You know, you'll start, I started about 30 an hour and then, you know, after a year or so, you know, we'll start, you know, there'll be conversation. Yo, that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty fucking good to me. Here's the thing. I'd say, can I wear headphones? They'd go, not legally, but we all do. And I'd right. say, golden. We're good. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's, like, sounds like a cool job. Oh, 25 an hour? Fine. You know what I mean? I'll live with my homie. Uh, like, it'll be a different, like, let's, it's fine. It's it's not great. It's fine. By the way, so I just got like a, I guess you could say a raise. This is for our listeners because we got a lot of loser listeners. And this is for our loser listeners who say weird things to me about like the idea that they'll never make money or whatever. 
so this is not a flex because I promise you, I didn't do anything to get this. <laughs> Probably <laughs> also not, isn't very, I don't know what you got, but I can't imagine it's, it's, it's life changing. No, not at all. It's just my, my new, my job in video games, which is a job some people want. Some people think is cool. Like my rate just went up to 70 an hour. Dang. Now here's the thing. Not rich by any standard, by any standard currently broke because I set my own hours and I'm not working as much as I probably should. But the, the point is that I arrived there simply not by being smart, not by having any aptitude whatsoever. I don't, I just did one job. And then at the end of that, I applied for another job and they felt obligated to give me a tiny bit more money. And then I did that a third time. And now we're off to the races. So if you are like one of these people that just feels utterly doomed, capitalism is bad, type, 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 type. Yo, it's not changing for you. And it's not changing in this lifetime. Go get some cake. You know what I mean? Just take care of yourself. And my message to people is it's not that fucking hard. Just do something a half dozen times until your quote goes up. That's it. That's all there is to life. Build your quote. That's it. This is now. This is now the P, the Jordan Peterson podcast. It's the uh, Tony. Uh, uh, who, who's the Who's the motivational Tony speaker? Robbins. <clears throat> Tony Robbins podcast. It's the Gary V podcast. Yeah. It's <clears throat> well. I just like I talk to people who you know like look like if you've made twenty three thousand dollars or less your entire adult life because like let's say that you're like a musician or something and and you know like you just look at it like oh look at those fat cats making fifty seven thousand dollars a year <laughs> you know what I mean? and you're in that mentality it's like yo man just even to just take a summer and just do something focused and then at the end of it you'll be able to have a quote to go into the next position of the same type. Life is very easy. Now, if you've got an IQ of 190, the all bets are off. I can't make any promises because you're probably not going to be fulfilled by anything that that any advice I could give you. But for those of us that are just unremarkable idiots, just one foot in front of the other. This is my Jordan Peterson rules for life. (laughs) Just fucking just do a thing. And then do it again. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's not really much more to it than that. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what people want. And for the people listening, that this is like painfully obvious for you know, it, it's it's just it's surprisingly uncommon. At least out here on the internet, yeah. There's there's a lot of people that combine their low self worth with their you know with the with the anti capitalist fucking nonsense tweets from other idiots on Twitter and they combine these two things and it just, it just leads them down a rabbit hole of unfulfilling un unfucking successful broke bitch for the rest of their lives. Like you want to like save that shit for Twitter and then go out and actually get a job. And then oh, go that'd, be fu- act- that'd be funny if you're like a total poser. If you, <laughs> if you were like on Twitter all day, you were like, you're like, yeah, we're just trapped in this capitalist hellscape where people can't even get in their medications. And then for you were just a double agent because for your career, you were just like a, a, a web developer for Big Pharma. 
<laughs> Yo, that's what that's what ninety percent of these people are. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Yo, you're just that's making, what you're making like 160 out of college. <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. That's yo. I think that is so many of these people on Twitter that are like, LOL. That, my job's really fucked up. I'm not gonna say anything about it. I'm just gonna think. I'm gonna think about how if people knew what I did, they'd cut. They'd want to cut my head off. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna front like I'm on their side all the time, even though, like, dude, one of the most like, like lefty, left bros, Bernie bros, like one of the like the dude that was like, we got to blow up all the banks and cut the heads off all the lords and stuff like that. The most dude who was on that tip that I've ever knew worked on fucking Wall Street doing IT for like fucking Raymond James. Yeah. Like I was like, go ahead, blow it up. You're on the inside. They these fucking old du- fucking stock trader dudes don't know how these computers work. Go ahead, upload the fucking the worm virus. I don't know. Like, do it. You're right well, there. You're in the machine. You're inside the matrix. Plant the bomb, loser. You, oh, you're okay. Too afraid, and also you're probably making bank too. Oh, gee, go fucking figure. Yeah, exactly right. The the. Uh- uh, you know, I, I've said it before. There's a, I think a sometimes listener here that uh, uh, has one of like basically just a world destroying job, <laughs> and it's, but they're very well paid for it and very woke. How do you reconcile these things? Well, let me let me answer that, everybody, uh, because it's hard to say no to having a future. And it's hard to go back into the barrel if you've cr- climbed your way out of that particular bucket. You know, it's hard. It's hard to jump back in the bucket after somebody, after the, you know, the uh, Team America guy has shown up in his fucking limo and said, now suck my cock. Hard to go <laughs> back, hard to go back to the bucket. And it's also like you, you, that's why they pay those people well, because they, like, if they're paying them $14 an hour, they may actually set the bomb. But yeah, money, money fucking talks and money walks. Yeah, I was I, I was talking about this with with uh, bandmates about the the because we're talking about class solidarity, right? And there is no such thing. There's no such thing. And, and, and to me, go it's go like, get on an airplane. There's no such thing. <laughs> All the people in coach will step on your face to get on five seconds sooner. It's also. If I offered, if I offered a dock worker who was uh, proud of the fact that he makes a an honest living, if I offered him, if I offered him a quarter million to make a dishonest living, he'd do it a heartbeat, a and heartbeat. You know, and you know what? It's not all greed. Sometimes it's your wife looking you in the eye and going, "You do know we have two kids. Get the <laughs> fuck out there and." fucking deforest or whatever the fuck you're doing you know go go, go uh hike the uh aids uh, age drug prices immediately yes. like you know people if people are as moral as their means and and uh it's dark but but it just is what it is so uh i'm so tired of of uh the the kind of uh that intersection that that little co- collision of uh uh, people online pretending to always do the right thing and people online pretending that they live in a, in a crooked system that uh, is against them. It's like, well, it's a crooked system. There's no debate there, but if you know the rules or if you know how, at least how a thing operates, 
how can we say that you weren't forewarned? You know, like you, you like you were forewarned is forearmed. You have the means by which to operate within it. If you choose not to operate within it, that's fine, but you're, you're going to die either way. So like, do you want to die g- g- getting blown or do you want to die online? It's a great question for everybody. Everybody should, should ask themselves this. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what it came, became painfully obvious to me that at a certain point, you know, in my, in my growth as an individual that, yeah, look, the system's not going to change for me, you know, as desperately as I want good healthcare and I, you know, fair wages. Nope. <laughs> it ain't coming. The ship ain't coming in. So that's you got to fucking figure it out. Healthcare is the big one because it's like, yo, that could change. It's not changing in the lifetime of anybody that's listening to our podcast. So you don't think so? No, take it under advisement, everybody. Get go protect yourself. <laughs> you know I mean? Like take it under advisement. That's not changing anytime soon. Let's let's if if you knew that, right? Like if you do, you think it's just like a like a a dim hope that keeps people uh, kind of locked onto ideas that that just aren't going to happen, or do you think it's more that they know it's not going to happen and sort of that uh, endless chase means that they don't ever have to actually like it's easy to advocate for something that's not going to change because there's no stakes at that point right is that is that well that's why there's so many communists yeah exactly it's not happening so no harm no foul you could say literally anything i want to live in i want to live in a uh a a maoist gulag state like okay well uh you're not gonna have to live the courage of your convictions so no no harm no foul homie so is that the, is that the thing? I don't know, but I, I I'll just say like everybody, this is sometimes Eric and I do news. Sometimes, uh, uh, we, we, we have little fun internet games like dude, the guy, but sometimes it's just, uh, trying to get you out of bed for our, uh, listeners who, uh, are just, uh, like limp dick SSRIs, uh, keeping them <laughs> impotent, uh, staring at the ceiling, uh, tweeting too much, uh, Instagramming too much. Oh, do you know what I, do you want to hear a dark experience? Please. But I just want to say everyone get off the fucking Twitter. That's your first step towards, uh, towards a better life. Delete it from your phone. Delete it. Here, here's, here's the experience that I had. And this is a heavy one for, it, it, it ties into, uh, self-limiting and cancelization and stuff like that. Uh, so on our drive through Ohio in a rainstorm, we were listening to Mark Kozlik and he's got that one record where he sings about a, a number of times about his uh, mother and his father, both of whom are uh, old and uh, he's he, Mark Kozlik's not a young man himself. And he's just kind of paralyzed by the, the, the fact that they just won't be there one day. And it's incredibly touching material if you have older parents, as I do. And it's arresting. It's uh, it's uh, deeply affecting. Now, Mark Kozlik had like seven women come out against him. And it's, to, to be totally frank, the allegations are... There's, they're soft allegations. They're kind of like, I went to his hotel room uh, after he said that there wouldn't be a sexual experience. And then he came out naked. Uh, now that's, if that's any of that's true, it's bad behavior. It's not, doesn't quite rise to the Cosby level of things for me, but whatever. Uh, The point is that I thought about the person who would 
who would uh, not listen to these really gut-wrenching songs, these songs that'll take it out of anybody who's got anything close to a heart, and the person who would, out of hand, disregard it and just say, oh, I heard he's a bad guy. I want, no, I don't want that. And this is, and, and, uh, I got like sorrowful, like, like, like crestfallen, like all any, any uh, dramatic word you want to use. Like I just stared into the rain, miserable that I got to share a world with people who are so self-limiting and so like, like their, their horizon is, is just their room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? And I got very, very depressed. And then I thought, but is there a way I can exploit them? You know, is there, a, <laughs> is, is there a way that I can benefit from these uh, partial people? You know, the, the, these individuals who, who they, they don't have access to the part of their brain that would make it worth being alive. Like, do, is there, is there a way that I can capitalize? Because I feel like that's what the mainstream media has done. That's certainly what social media has done. Politicians. It, I, I, I feel like you're gearing up for, for a run here. Should, my, should I run on like a complete black pill platform? Where I'll say it'll be like a simple thing, like, like for example, one of one of my uh, drug church bandmates uh, works for uh, Korean weed weed kingpins, right? That's cool. And as you might imagine, if you're a Korean weed kingpin, you've got all sorts of ideas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got just you're just an idea guy. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, "Yo, your band should do NFTs," and he's like, "You can make a lot of money." And my bandmate called me up and said, uh, talk to me about NFTs. And I said, well, okay, well, people are mad at them for this reason. It's mostly gibberish. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. I said, the only way I would do it, if we, if it was just like we made it evident from jump that it was 90% a scam and that was the fun of it, right? It, that would be, I could get with that if it was like, hey, everybody, here's the score. We're just with like a little bit of money. Uh, this might work out for you. Probably won't, <laughs> you know what I mean? but here you go. I would feel totally at peace with that. And I was thinking, is life really that different than that? Like, is there a way to just exploit these people that, that are just so like, like they don't want to live. So what can I do for them? I'm not their parents, you know? Well, I think I think I think a couple things, right? I think on on a psychological level, you're trying to thread the needle of being a successful capitalist while also being an honest person. And which one? Which one do I got to abandon? Well, no, but see, here's the thing: I think you don't have to abandon either. I think, listen, if Coca-Cola's ad campaign tomorrow was "Drink our slop, loser, fat, fat shit," people would still drink Coca-Cola. That's a fact. So I think people – if you have a product that people want, it doesn't matter how you get it to them necessarily. You don't have to fucking appeal to their – to their to the, the sex portion of their brain. They just want it. They want to drink high fructose corn syrup. So – you know, if you're like, hey, aren't NFTs goofy nonsense? Like, well, here's a picture of a monkey smoking weed in space. Buy, buy it. <laughs> if people want to buy a monkey smoking weed in space, they're gonna. So, like, I, I don't think I don't think there's like that's the thing. I don't think there's convincing people 
I don't think there's any advertising angle that makes an NFT uh, appealing, like or or so. Um, I don't know. I guess a lot of these hardcore kids collect fucking vinyl. So what do I know? Maybe <laughs> maybe you know maybe they'll get off on uh, NFTs in some way. The younger ones, anyway. But uh, you know, if you have a thing that people want, yeah, I think you can totally thread the needle of being an honest person and also capitalize off them for sure. If you if you people want to buy weed, people want you know you know like it it has. Even if it's laced with fentanyl, they'll 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 buy it. You're suggesting I sell fenta weed to, yeah, to kids. Sell the fenta weed. Why not? I don't know. Look, first of all, I was just backtracking a little bit. Your story was extremely dark. Um, I you know, I, I I it's not that I don't necessarily disagree, but the the, the compulsion to capitalize off of them is is what's like scary to me like you like like i don't necessarily like your characterization of some people i don't necessarily disagree with but i would never maybe i'm just not at that point yet give it 10 years but like i i couldn't i don't know if i could live with myself throwing them into a thresher i thought about the like this is going to sound like an extreme thing to say i understand to our listeners uh i thought about the person who would withhold beauty from their life for basically just like a socially informed uh, like lie like a made up reason like bad man don't listen like I thought about that person that would like lock themselves off from great things and I just thought like that's that's like half a person (laughs) like I don't care about them like how, how do you like they have my pity but uh, maybe we could stack them into blocks and like, and uh, like how, how, what do you do? Like I, I became Stalin for a short time. Yeah, you did. That's exactly what it sounds like, which I mean, which I mean makes you in, in, in um, contrast of everything else we said, it, it makes you more appealing to the online tankies than, than all the shitting on them we did. But I mean, their idea of Stalin was that Stalin was some benevolent leader that cared about them when in fact he was ready to, throw how many uh 600 million into a thresher how many people did he kill um anyway he was a party animal <laughs> like <laughs> this, this is the thing is 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 uh you know i i, I don't know i i can't I, I i i can't throw these i can't throw people into i can't do that to people and 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 my my main my main beef is that we cater to them that I hate. Like the fact that I can't go to Amazon prime and watch Louis CK's show really annoys me because people decided no. So like, like why can't I have access? Like I should have, be able to have access to the bad thing. Um, you know, like the fact that these like companies cater to the fact that people know we can't, it's not good anymore that I fucking hate. Let me watch the shitty Woody Allen movies. I just want to watch them because I'm not allowed to now. Yeah, of course. Like, watch them. Why, why, why can't watch, I watch why them upside is, down? Not paying attention. It's so annoying to me. Like that. That I really fucking hate. Um, but uh, well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. 
lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know. Dude, 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 dude. We, we never actually got into the... Uh... The, what do you call? Oh, we're only in forty-five minutes. Do we want to actually talk about the um, the the the, the weather psyop? <laughs> yeah, we're back to the weather psyop. Hold on, I just want to point out, everybody. Eric sent me a text that said, "No trans talk ever." <laughs> <laughs> are you are you reading all the texts that you've been ignoring? Well, I'm, I was driving. Listen, anybody that wants anything from me when I'm driving can fuck off were you driving I, you were behind the wheel i was behind the wheel for okay. like days <laughs> i thought i thought you were just in the back like playing switch no i haven't touched my switch in a long time I, i've started playing playing thimbleweed park on the uh, <laughs> uh on, on the drive or on the uh, train ride back from philadelphia last night thimbleweed uh, park so so wait so where, where where you're in new york are you are you still covid positive what's happening no, I, I've actually been COVID negative for a few days. I, st- okay. I actually developed a cough, though. So Uh-oh. I'm told that I could have a COVID cough for up to a month despite being COVID negative. Have you killed your father yet? No, but, it's, you know, it, it won't be by COVID. It'll be like <laughs> by me creeping up in a, behind him in the middle of the night and garroting him in front of my mother and saying, it is done. <laughs> it's, it is fulfilled. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no trans talk ever. We're not talking about that shit anymore. Yeah. There's no, just, there's just no way. There's no way to win. There's no way to make anybody happy. I'm not. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Everybody, uh, you know sort it out for yourselves. Happy with whatever conclusion you come to. I, I wonder about it because I really, it's been years since I got any like trans blowback, and like, I, I want, like, I always go. We have trans listeners. Do they? Uh, do we just have like the littest trans listeners? Uh, trans listeners. That, like, I think we do. I think we do have the littest get, trans listeners. Or, <laughs> no, we didn't get or, any blowback. It's it's the shit or, that I see out there. I see the like the the blowback that other people get for being like, I have some questions. <laughs> like like that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 well, it's funny. I was uh, so. Uh, Tyler is a, a gentleman who played for self-defense for the first time on this tour. Uh, and he is a very sweet guy, great musician. Uh, he, and he's also like a Philadelphia woke guy, you know? And it, when it was just him and I in the van for two days, uh, we just talked on every, every topic that you could. And what I thought was really interesting. Now he's a smart guy and he, he's, uh, you know, he's kind of like, uh, open to different perspectives, like not afraid of, of quote unquote, uh, devil's advocacy, just like interested to hear. Right. So good conversation, but we talked about trans stuff and it, he gave every answer that you would think from like a woke Philadelphia person who has trans friends, right? Like every answer was just like from a, from that cloth. Yeah. Copy and paste uh, from Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, no, not from Twitter. Like a little bit, like better than that for sure. He's like a smart guy, but 
I would then say now policy and, and he, he, he wouldn't have an answer for that. And that's not even really his fault. I'm not shitting on him. It's that nobody has an answer. <laughs> it's that if you have an answer on policy for these things, it's because you are hoping to get out of the conversation quick with a, uh, a punchy talking point that's about rights. And then you disappear into the bushes because policy stuff on trans is really hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard. And nobody like all of our, like, uh, you know, like all of us want to think that the extent of human interaction is how we get along with people that we interact with. Right. Like that's when it's convenient for us, we want to think that that's everything. Like, like, well, I know trans people and they, 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 of course they deserve rights. And it's like, yes, that's a talking point. Not, not a specific thing. Yes. How do we manage their stay in prison? <laughs> do you go, and nobody has an answer for these questions. Literally nobody. And it's like everybody it's, it's, this is where I think the trans stuff is funny is that like, look, you, me, and pretty much every listener is going to have the same broad idea of what it means to treat a person with respect. Yep. But so I don't even care to talk about all these goofy, like the Chappelle stuff is goofy. It's like, if we've got the littest trans listeners, he's clearly got the least lit trans listeners. Yeah. So, so like, it's just, you know, people are different. There's going to be some bitch ass people that complain about shit. And then there's going to be other people that don't. And that's just the nature of, of the world. But the, the issue of, okay, but now policy is is where I want to go with everything. That's like oh, it's, it's boring. Not, it's not spicy. It's not fun, and it's also not a thing where anybody can be superior. You know what I mean? Like it's like if if you want to be superior in a policy conversation, you've got to give the most like pat like packaged answer. You know, you can't give anything that would actually help anyone in real life. So like, you know, you and I talk about this with the with the uh, homeless shit in Los Angeles. If you have an easy answer, you're a fucking crook. Then that's all there is to it. No doubt. Like, there's no answer. Like, are you still at the point where you're trying to put homeless people in in like a in a, in like large dumpsters and put like uh, uh, sticks on top of the dumpster so they can't get out? Me? Yeah, that's where you were at last time. I saw mm. <laughs> you were so aggressive. Was I? Yeah, you were in a you were in a low unhoused neighbor. Uh, uh, at that point, the stock of unhoused neighbors was not high. I mean, you know what's funny? I I went to uh, last night. Uh, Mac and I and and Brittany, Mac's wife, we went to uh, we went to Fright Fest at uh, at Six Flags, mm-hmm. and it was pretty fun. And, and, and I don't know, for people that haven't been to Fright Fest, you walk through the park, right? You go on roller coasters, but as you're walking through the park from- A guy in a skull mask molests you. Yeah, a guy, yeah, someone in, yeah, <laughs> basically. Someone someone dressed up as a, as, as a monster or ghoul or whatever jumps out and goes, blah, jump scare or whatever. And I was walking and I was thinking like, you know, I walk through Hollywood every day. Unless one of these guys is actually going to stab me, I'm not really scared. Yeah, you need a you need a needle that you're claiming has AIDS on it. 
Exactly. Like, like anything short of that, like if you're just going to jump at me, like go right ahead. Like I, I daily on a daily basis, I walk down a street where I, I have to kind of size up the people I'm walking towards and think, Hmm, is this a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is this a cross the street situation or can I do? I think this guy's chill enough. All right. He's chill enough. I'll go. Now you had the, uh, what we'll call the Philadelphia experiment, uh, where you watch that video of the couple being shot in their faces and, uh, yeah. it, and it changed you a little bit, or at least to reaffirm the things that you sus- suspected, uh, i.e. don't, it, it ain't worth dying over. Don't help anybody. Don't interact with anybody. <laughs> don't it was, start it was also with the anybody. Portland, the Portland video. Uh, which was the Portland video? Oh, is that on the train or whatever? The bus? It was on the, the streetcar. Or no, actually, maybe it was on the... No, I think it, I think it was on the streetcar. Um, yeah, everybody, Portland's a tacky city that has streetcars as their public very, very transportation. Very tacky city. Uh, <laughs> uh, some fucking de- deranged person was yelling slurs, and some dude steps in to white knight it and be like, hey, you better stop. And he got stabbed in his throat and died. Oh. <laughs> walk away put the headphones on can you imagine the things that people have got to say about you at your funeral while secretly going probably should put his headphones on man like <laughs> like they're all going he was he had a sense of justice he stood up for marginalized people the yeah yeah he was batman all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile you're like oh man he owed me 50 bucks why couldn't you just put your headphones? <laughs> why couldn't you put your fucking headphones on? None of the marginalized community that you were fucking standing up for gave as much of a shit as you did. The, you the people that he defended were like, "Thanks." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, everybody, don't help anybody. Don't just, help. Just keep keep it moving, please. Keep walking. Um, yeah, that shit. We're, we're, that 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 shit did that. Those videos changed me well not necessarily changed me but definitely solidified me and in, in how i carry myself sometimes i find myself where i'm like look at this fucking guy like sometimes i'll see a guy who's like being a shithead and i'm like ugh, like am i gonna have to like tell this guy off like fuck and then i'll just remember philly video nope uh you shouldn't have fucked with me and then bam <laughs> yeah. actually he's he's he bams him in the face before he finishes the sentence he goes, you shouldn't have fucked, bam. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man. That was the was last it. thing that person heard was, you shouldn't have. F-. That was it. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's, it's fucked up. Where are you going with this? Why'd you bring this up? Uh, well, I was going to say, <laughs> when, you're, when you're saying, do I cross the street or not, do you remember that experience where the homeless guy had the knife? And, uh, like, when I stepped out of the building and it was like a, fucking funny moment in a movie where the door locked immediately as the guy pulled the knife. So I think about the fact that I stepped out because he was there because I said, I'm not letting this dude disrupt my motherfucking day. Fuck this guy. And I stepped out and then he had a knife and it's funny where pride can arrive. Like I told you, I told on this podcast, the story where a homeless lady pulled a knife on me and I ran across the street and swore at her for 30 minutes and like, like, like a real fucking loon. And uh, that pride thing can, can get you. Cause sometimes I'll be walking down the street and I'll see a guy that I should cross the street and I'll go, you're not getting me to cross the street. Why? Because you've got devil horns made out of gum and you're screaming and you and, and you're you're uh, not wearing a shirt, and you've got a large like uh, scar of some type that looks like you were stabbed previously. 
Get, what? What do you think you're some? Fuck you. And then and I then keep the, on, and then the last, I get, in the last 10 minutes of your life is a, is a knife piercing your liver. Yeah, no, it's just me dying on a sidewalk while people go, I think somebody called the police. I think I, I'm, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I can't, my lung is punctured, so I can't get the air in to speak. And I'm like, and somebody's like, somebody called the the ambulance. Right. And I'm like, and someone, and someone goes, I don't know if we should be calling the police. I think it's kind of fucked up now. Right. (laughs) They said the the guy who stabbed him appeared slightly Brown. I don't want to endanger him. And I'm going, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as the as the life flees, as you realize I'll never get blown again, as you realize yeah. I'll never I'll never feel the touch of a woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, uh, imagine if I die now. My girl and I have been separated for for a long time by coronavirus laws. Imagine if I die. I'm supposed to see her in like a month. What what if I just die now? <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't I mean it it's, it can fucking happen. Um, I just want to say real quick also though, like I have, I have nothing, but I want to see the homeless people in our neighborhood helped. I don't want anything oh, bad. With this. No, no, no. But listen, I'm going somewhere. Now you were talking about putting them in a gulag and then sending them off to camps. Listen, I'm going somewhere with this. I want, I want anyone who's suffering mentally or physically or is without shelter to be helped. I think it's so fucked up that the state has done and the city have done such a disservice to so many people that live here, not just the people that, that are are rotting out on the streets, but like the entire, it brings the entire neighborhood down and it's fucked up and something should be done about it. That being said, a lot of the the virtue signaling about how like these are your neighbors and shit. I walk around sometimes and I'm like, I can't imagine. And this is not me white knighting or anything, but being a like 120 pound, five foot nothing woman in this neighborhood must be a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares about her. It's weird when it comes to like everybody cares about her, except when we can leapfrog her to advocate for somebody for for somebody who's more fucked up. So like. The second that, okay, like we really care about women, uh, it's a rape culture, it's wrong that she should feel unsafe going out to her car, but uh, Toothless Joe, the fucking deranged meth addict. <laughs> we, we Ch- care. Chester the molester. We care more about him. Oh, that's, that's my favorite thing, driving around the country I like the, this last month, and because you end up driving through like some of the worst parts of town, uh, and you're like... Oh, right. The constant reminder that a lot of people living in these, in these, uh, like, um, what do you call them? RVs. Uh, it's not that they're, well, they're down on their luck, but they're, some of them are down on their luck because, uh, they molested their stepson and now they can't work. And it's like, you know, you're, you are forgetting everybody that life is way dirtier, way more complicated. And, and like, it, it's just like, yeah, these, it's not, a, it's not all hookers with hearts of gold. You know, it's just like stupid idiots out here. It's not all dudes who got pancreatic cancer and lost their job and had to, you know, and lost their house from the bank. I mean, just, listen, those people are out there and they, and they need help, but it ain't all that. No, there's also just like a guy who, who like, 
you know, was a substitute teacher, inappropriately touched a disabled kid, can't get work, gets strung out on pills because the only person that'll talk to him in his small town is, is his cousin who sells pills. And then fucking eventually he burns everybody out. Nobody wants to be around him. And then it's just, well, I guess I'll take whatever benefits I can get because I can't work and I will uh, drive or I'll park this RV under a bridge in Seattle uh, and uh, uh, somebody will advocate for me on Instagram <laughs> and that'll be my life. Do, I won't get people, ahead. When when we do this, right? When we when we like concoct these doom fantasies, like this is the interesting thing. The like the people we were talking about in the first half of the podcast that are just like the perpetually depressed, SSRI addicted, weed addicted, don't want to work, make thirty thousand dollars a year, or you're a trader. Like that person who's perpetually depressed by life, do they actually they actually fathom like how dark life is and like how dark it can get. And like, that's what that, I think that that's the place where we come from when we're like, yo, the dock work is lit. Go get it because you could be, you, you are a very, uh, you are a couple misunderstandings and shitty situations away from being the guy who lives under the bridge. Yeah. I wonder about that a lot actually with, with, uh, kind of like self pity, Self-pity without cancer is almost embarrassing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like self-pity without like, like if you listen, if everybody, you know who deserves self-pity or is entitled to self-pity in my view? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. The children who are dying of leukemia. Uh, yeah. Somebody who has uh, what's the one where your lung cystic fibrosis. <sighs> if you got cystic fibrosis and you want to spend uh, like a full month, a year feeling bad for yourself. Listen, you don't got a lot of time. It's not the best use of your time, but nobody could tell you that you're not entitled. Cause you got a fucking rough go. But if you're just a person who's upset, cause you're never going to achieve anything because you just got average intelligence and your work ethic is not that impressive. And, and it's just not going to happen for you for whatever reason. And you were told that it was, and now life is sadness uh, I, I, it's just not, it doesn't rise to the occasion. It doesn't rise to the level to me to, to meet my standard of, yeah, you're allowed self-pity, you know? So no, agreed. I, and it's also like, you also have to realize like, you know, being of average intelligence is in a lot of ways a blessing because guess what? The world is built for you and the, and the people of high intelligence and high worth are just become utilities for you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, also, they either benefit completely from your talent and your intelligence, and and just suck you of that until they hate you. And they're, I mean, they're of course hopefully gifted by lots of money and a lofty lifestyle. But they, you know, they just become things you use. You use their talent for entertainment. You use their innovation and and genius for to to better your life. You know, because some other and you're the average intelligence guy who then figures out how to make their vision come to life by using slave labor in, in Niger. That's, that's your role. That's a lit life. Yeah, that's true. You're the middleman. Yes. <laughs> and it's not bad. You get the sick new iPhone. You, it has the unicorn filter. Someone died for that. A lot of people lost their arms. Also, here's the thing to consider just for uh, our listeners who are still not convinced to go to the docks, go to the dock. We need our pickles. You can, you can do a dock job on drugs. Like, so I just want you to think about like, 
you and your homies are doing your doc job. Uh, you this, po- are- this podcast is paid for by uh, the the Stevedores Union. <laughs> you are you are uh, you're doing your doc job, and you're listening to the serious F- FM classic, serious XM classic rock station. No, no, no! You're listening to classic Stern. <laughs> you listen to classic Stern while you're on pills. Yeah, like, you're yo, listening to a Stern episode from 1996 where 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 a stripper blows uh uh Beetlejuice. It's, it, it honestly it's pretty lit. <laughs> it's pretty lit. Like, uh, you you got you got to put yourself in the situation. You're you're high on oxies. You yep. got the headphones in. You're yep. unloading the box of pickles. You got you're giggling. Well, you're you have this uh, sort of uh, other body floating sort of sensation, and you're driving a forklift. It doesn't sound that bad, <laughs> honestly. It sounds pretty cool. Like, what is the problem? Get me my pickles. What's the problem, everybody? Come on. Do you want to do? What do you want to do here? Should we? Should we? Should we do some rub maps? Should we? Should we jump to Patreon? What's What's our move? Yeah, let's jump to Patreon. Let's give the people a little Patreon. We were stingy because I was in motion for so long. It's right. Yeah, we should. <laughs> so we should we've 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 neglected the patreon listeners long enough so let's do that all right let's everybody go over to patreon we'll see you there patreon.com slash worst possible timeline hit it you get the bonus episodes you know the drill you've listened to the podcast at wp timeline on twitter you go there you hit us up you can yell at us about how we're i don't know whatever transphobic or we hate the homeless whatever whatever grievances you have you can go there go with hate the homeless because that one's true That's that's fine. I'll own that. Transphobia, I I would be like, what? Come on. (laughs) Come on. Did you even listen to Dave Chappelle? No. Um, Go to what else? 205-509-9785. Hit the phone number. Leave us a message. You can, instead of just adding us, you can actually yell at us. But I don't know. You're probably too pussy to do that. But if you want to, the option's there. Um, 205-509-9785. Uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. You can send us like a stern email. If you're like angry, like you can be like a Karen or whatever. You can be like, I didn't like when you, like you can, you know, you can address that. Like it's a Yelp review or something. Go there. You can shoot us an email and, uh, we are going to Patreon right now. We're going to continue this episode. This episode is going to keep going, but the rest of it is going to be on Patreon. That's where we're going. Maybe we'll do a little rub maps. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? That's where we maybe, get, maybe some more Gary V reels. Yeah, well, maybe we'll get some more Gary V. Maybe we'll, I don't know, we'll talk about Beetlejuice some more. You know, who? that's, that's this is, it's worst possible timeline after dark. It gets really blue. Be, because if you give us money, you we know, we then know that you're a trusted uh, listener and you won't, you won't yell at us for when we are uh, horribly callous to our fellow man. So go there. Bang. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing <laughs> so do we 
Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.